Hey, everybody, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Fangirl Radio Show. I am your host, Jessica Dwyer, and the prodigal son has returned. Mr. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me, Jessica. A prodigal son that has returned. Yes, yes. (laughs) And uh, with him, he has brought the lovely and talented Barb Reese. Hello. And Lovely, I can agree with. Talented, uh, I don't know. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope you all had a wonderful and filling and fun Thanksgiving. Um, it is the day after Black Friday as we record this. I worked today, which was fun. Um, and uh, what did you guys do for Black Friday? Did you guys go shopping at all? Oh, hell no. I did not leave my house. I do not hate myself enough, and there's nothing I need that badly. So I am, but my my own hell right now is that I am hosting my daughter and her two best friends for a two-night sleepover, and they don't go to bed until like three in the morning because I have one preteen and two legit teens, and they think they're all like grown. So... That's my fun. <laughs> right. So so screw Black Friday. I am just in my own personal hell right now. She's in her black pit, not Black Friday. Exactly. My black hole of doom and destruction. <laughs> so Ryan, what did you do? I, like you, Jessica, was a part of the workforce today. Uh, um, the the industry of my real job, you know, does not close down. We're a 365, seven days a week kind of place. So I had to work today. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, you know, what's interesting is what I've been reading on the news and kind of what I experienced because I actually was off on Thanksgiving and decided because, like, it's ridiculous. Two o'clock in the afternoon, JCPenney opened on Thanksgiving. So it is getting progressively more and earlier and earlier and earlier to the point that I don't think it's going to start on Monday of the week of Thanksgiving <laughs> pretty soon. Uh. But. But uh, I went out um, at like four o'clock just for one thing that I really, really wanted to get because I needed them. And uh, it's interesting. It was not nearly as packed as it has been in previous years. And on top of that, uh, I've read that a lot of people think that Black Friday is going to be going away. Because it, not only because of like Amazon and things like that, but the it just isn't the push that people have anymore for things. You know, it, it, and when I witnessed it, it was like, wow, this is kind of lame. This is this. There wasn't that much available, and there wasn't as many people. Well, what fun is that? Then you don't get to stamp or trample anybody trying to get the last freaking. I don't know, ball of lint <laughs> off the freaking shelf. I don't know. I, I I did Black Friday once with my husband, and that was all it took for us both to never leave the house on, on said day. So, But that's kind of sad that it's kind of lost its oomph because... You know, uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, well, it used to be, to me, it was sort of like a, a, 
a, a rite of passage every year. It was sort of like, I'm going to live through Black Friday. God damn it. I'm exactly. going to do it. And it was kind of like a challenge and fun. And and you were sort of like arm in arm with your fellow shoppers going out and doing this insanity and taking it. But it was sort of fun. It was fun. And the challenge, like, you know, was an endurance contest. We'd ply ourselves with coffee all night and go and, and shop. And it just, this seems like the earlier they said it, the less interesting it is. And, and, and they've really, this year, it seemed like it was nothing but, but TVs. That was the only thing that people had, really, was, tel- so, was televisions. Yeah, I... That does sound lame. That kind of, I'm kind of disappointed to hear that. Yeah. Because, you know, well, growing up, you know, and, and through the years, it's always reminded me of kind of like, I don't know, like a, a kind of WWE type of thing and, and freaking roller derby and all kinds of crap <laughs> mixed der- into one. <laughs> You know, people like shoving into each other with their shopping carts and pushing each other down and clotheslining one another for the Cabbage Patch Kids. And yeah, yeah. it used to be it used to be very uh, an actual event. So yeah, Yeah. it's just kind of sad to see that it's kind of dwindling down now. Well, it's kind of like with video stores. You know, it's it's we're seeing this progression of everything. It seems like the world is is more set and set and making us all turn into uh, agoraphobes. Where we never yeah. have the house for anything, and we're not going to have to interact with people. Granted, you know, I I was almost killed a couple of times in things like these the Black Friday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but that's kind of part of the fun, and your my sick and twisted brain. Like, I will beat you down if you try to hurt me, and and like <laughs> I've. I did it with the Star Wars Phantom Menace toy launch. I I beat somebody down with a a Darth Maul doll because they were shoving me into a display and trying to kill me. (laughs) You animal. I would have never expected that from you, Jess. Well, I kept, I I had another one in my hand, so it wasn't going to damage the box. (laughs) But, you know, I'll take the other one and beat you down with it. You know, I, I, I have no fear when it comes to that. But it's sort of like this time around, like, um, I went to that one at four o'clock, got my headphones, which is what I wanted. And then um, after we'd eaten and everybody was going to bed, I'm sort of like wired. And I'm like, I'm going to go to Walmart and see if they have anything left. And they were they were busy, but it wasn't the crazy of previous years. It it really wasn't. And, and they still had a lot of stuff, even three hours after they'd started, which was a oh, sign wow. that was a real sign that they still had all this stuff and they, um, they still had a lot left. So uh, did you go and, and wind up kicking somebody's ass just for the hell of it anyway? No, oh, I didn't. Cause I had my puppy <laughs> with me and I didn't want to, so yeah, so no, I didn't do that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, interesting to see all this stuff going on um i will i do want to um later on in the episode we're going to go over some of our ideas for at least i have some i don't know if the the gang here has any but i do have some uh uh, a couple of geek ideas for shopping um for the holidays because there's some really cool stuff out now uh and one thing that um if you guys want to check out our youtube page um 
I did my unboxing video for the Thane Infection at Outpost 31, which is a really awesome, awesome board game and something that if you have a geek or horror fan or just a board game fanatic that you need to buy for is a really good choice. And uh, really, yeah, because you can have your own little Kurt Russell in your pocket. Nice. And who doesn't want one of them? I would totally like to have Kurt Russell in my pocket. Heck yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't go any further into that. Um, I think I think we killed Ryan. Ryan, are you oh, still alive? No, Ryan, come back to life. I'm here. <laughs> I was just listening. He's just, he's just being a creeper. <laughs> well, no, the truth of the matter is, like, I worked today, too. I didn't go shopping. I have no, like... Black Friday weigh-ins, I mean, really, as far as what you guys were just talking about, like, I've never been one to go out on Black Friday, really. I see the horror stories online and on the news, and I just, I avoid it like Barb is, like, just stay home, no thanks. Well, you know what's (laughs) interesting is a lot of those crazy videos that you see of people, like, stampeding through doors the minute they open, those actually aren't from the U.S. Those are, a lot of them are from, like, the U.K., Oh yeah, and, and and I love how they make it sound like oh we're we're the U.S. No, you know this crazy shit is worldwide. You we we don't hold the 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 you know key to the the Black Friday insanity. No, it is a, <laughs> we share the crazy with it, Yeah, totally. It is the start of the Christmas season worldwide. It's not just a, a North yeah. America thing. Yeah, sure. we, we don't own Christmas. Everybody, there's a lot of other people that celebrate it, and they're just as nuts as we are. Stop telling lies. Christmas is an America thing. Oh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, baby Jesus was wrapped in a uh, stars and stripes in the in the thing, and you know J- Joseph yeah. held his gun aloft and said, "Y'all, it's a savior I bring to you." Right, and that happened in Nevada. America. It happened in the Mojave Desert is where it happened. Not, I mean, it's just it's it's ludicrous. All of it. It's it is. It is. Okay, so before we go, let's do some weekend geek and something that I think will probably make Brian, Ryan and uh, Barb very happy is is anything with Jude Law. Jude Law makes me happy. I, I'm assuming it's a universal thing. Um, I think he's quite pretty, and I like his acting. So, Jude Law well, Jessica, is, do you know what happens when we assume? I know. <laughs> You're a red-blooded male there, boy, and, and, and he's very pretty. I'm sorry. It's true. I, I concur. I just want to <laughs> 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 give me that crap. Right. Um, no one is immune to Jude Law. No. So uh, the rumor is that he may be joining Brie Larson in the new Captain Marvel movie as the namesake of Captain Marvel, which is he's going to be playing the original Captain Marvel, the Cree yes. alien who yes. gave her her powers. Nice. Yeah. So I'm all about Jude Law trying to be. You know, weird looking and failing because he's just too goddamn pretty to right. look. Better what you do to him, <laughs> he's so <laughs> pretty. I mean, did you see the photo of him as a middle aged Albus Dumbledore? Oh my yes. god! Yes, we gotta talk about that too. Holy shit! The coat. Can we talk the about coat, the, the beard? Coat. I mean, he was giving me 
Um, is it Burl Ives? <laughs> That's what that beard was. <laughs> he kind of looks like a sexier version of the snowman from Rudolph the Redness Reindeer. Right? Don't ruin that for me. It's pure. It's pure innocent. <laughs> but I love it. Anyway, oh. I'm, I'm excited to hear that he could be joining the Marvel film universe. It's exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious because, you know, they've already got one Watson in the form of, uh, oh, what's his name? Martin Freeman in the Marvel universe. And now they're going after the other Watson. They've and got they have both, both Sherlock. And they have both Sherlock's. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. It's hilarious. But, yeah, I would totally be down for that. He's, I, I'm surprised, actually, he's not done this already. Um, the thing that I'm really excited for that was announced, though, in the, in the Marvel canon as well, and I'm trying to think who would be a really good person to play this because it's very important to me. And that is Michael Morbius is getting a standalone flick. He's getting a spinoff from the Spider-Man universe. And if you don't know who Michael Morbius is, uh, he is the living vampire who uh, is, actually went to, I think he was one of the professors in, uh, at Spider-Man's college that go mm-hmm. to. And uh, he's, really neat looking and has been around for a long time in the Marvel Universe showed up quite frequently in the cartoon series uh, and he's getting his own film which kind of leads us to Blade coming back yay and Black Cat finally and Black Cat is a love interest of Felicia Hardy I think Black Cat is she's in black and silver yeah that's so they're probably going to lead you know they're all linking together, um, and I th- and what's interesting is if we get Morbius, beget- and that begets Blade, we're another just one step away from getting our Midnight Suns movie, and I'm I'm all about getting the Ghost Rider, Morbius, Frank Drake, and Blade all together on screen. <laughs> Easy, girl. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dying cow noise. <laughs> um, but, you know, since I can't rely on frickin' DC to give me my eye vampire or even dead man, um, I'll take Morbius happily. Uh, because, you know, freaking Legends of Tomorrow is just screwing away everything that they could have done and giving us Andrew Bennett, I vampire who is a freaking underused character and really cool and has been around since the seventies and uh, can connect into the, you know, your justice league dark and all of that. But no, we're not going to, to do anything with him and we'll piss out our, our vampire episode of our quote unquote vampire episode. I'm ranting. I'm very angry about that. <laughs> but speaking of DC screwing us up and over, and apparently uh, they have cost Mar- Warner Brothers $100 million. Oh, oh wow. It's Justice League. Ah. Yeah. Oh. It's projected to lose up to $100 million. And I got to wonder... Um, how much of this is due to people, you know, just being pissed off uh, about 
the representation of Wonder Woman in this or how they changed up the uniforms for the, the Amazons and people. I don't, I don't, I'm trying to figure out why. And I saw a lot of outrage about how Wonder Woman was presented in this and how the, the Amazons had their costumes changed. And the thing is you had women that were actually playing the Amazons talking about how they loved the costumes and were happy to show their physique and show their athleticism in the movie with these costumes. And I find it interesting because if they had represented them the way Amazons were supposed to be shown, they'd be naked. Right. (laughs) And missing a breast. Exactly. Because it, it impaired their ability to fire a bow. So, yeah, and you know what's really interesting to me is if you want to go one step further, because I was I was reading on some of this stuff online and I'm I'm dying laughing because there's this whole outrage, like how dare you? We need her to direct all you know, Patty Jenkins did a great job with Wonder Woman. Don't get me wrong. It, you know, it was entertaining. But they're like, we want her to you know, direct everything now. And it's like that can't happen. And what the hell, you know, I think part of it too was all these, a lot of people were pissed off at Joss Whedon because he came on and they were already pissed at him for all this other BS personal shit that was out there. So I think a lot of people didn't go to it just because they wanted to show their, you know, outrage. And, uh, but like I was going to say, the the other thing I read was that the uh, Amazon's, (laughs) how did the Amazon's procreate? Turns out they raped their prisoners of war. And that's how they had babies. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> so. Let's that's talk one about way to do it. <laughs> being outraged about the representation of the Amazons again. Oh my. So. I. I. <laughs> I don't even know what to where to begin, you know. And the other part of this is the double standard of we're all pissed off about their torsos showing, but oh my God, look at Jason Momoa coming out of the water! Exactly. You watch it. <laughs> I will. <laughs> but that's the thing that I find funny, and and someone did a great comparison. They said, "Okay, you want to be pissed about this? Where was your outrage with this?" And they showed all the guys in Three Hundred. And no one bitched and moaned and complained about that. Because it doesn't <clears throat> happen that often. Very rarely are men objectified sexually in films. So therefore, when they do it, everybody's just like stunned and wowed. It's appreciated. I mean, yeah, who doesn't love Jason Momoa without a shirt? It's my wallpaper mm. right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just find it funny that they want to have... It, there's like this outrage... And it wasn't even that bad, you know? Like, they they changed up some of their costumes on the really big, tall, powerhouse chicks that were the Amazons to show off how they were built. I mean, that's what... You know, look at Batman and his fake muscle outfit that he's got. You know, it, that's a thing. It's to show these characters. I don't get it. But, I, I, you know, I guess it didn't matter because apparently... This this so-called sexualizing of the Amazons didn't draw in the guys either, or the women. I think 
the poor reception of Justice League would probably have a little more to do with other things other than just how the Amazons were portrayed. I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, Ben Affleck and Jason Momoa both leading up to this film have been kind of entangled in the the Harvey Weinstein effect. I think and, a lot of it was, I, you're, I think you hit the nail on the head there too. Um, what with Joss Whedon and what happened with his wife's statement that, you know, about her being gas lamped or gaslit or whatever, um, <laughs> gas lamped through her relationship with him. And he had taken over from Zack Snyder. Then you have with Affleck and his connection to Weinstein and Mom- poor Momoa, he just said something stupid. Exactly. I-, I have no doubt that Lisa Bonet would rip his dick off if ever he he thought that he was inappropriate or anything like that. I think he just said something stupid in the heat of the, in, a, in a moment of levity that came across badly because they had right. to find anything on him. <laughs> <laughs> but Affleck, he's got his history of infidelities and was one of the poster boys for the Weinstein company. And he was making jokes about sexual harassment in the press junket for this film. Yeah, that's not smart. (laughs) (laughs) It's not smart. It's not smart. And, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I, it sucks because these are some beloved characters, but you've got. Maybe Gal will get him fired as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's he's already uh, on the way out. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's out. I I I really I'm trying to think who I'd like to see as Batman. I it wasn't Affleck wasn't my first choice, and the the fact that all these people are like, well, he's the best thing of Batman v Superman. I'm thinking that wasn't hard. Well, they're Uh, saying it's going to be Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that's a new rumor going around. It's funny because wasn't he up for Bruce? Yeah, and Batman Begins. He was up for that Batman as well. (laughs) I'm okay with Dylan Hall, even though I think he'd be a better... Well, I mean... Wait a minute. That means he banged his own sister. No, because you know what? (laughs) I still still maintain (laughs) that that is not a real person. That that is just him in drag. It's his female alter ego. (laughs) I've always said that. He banged his own sister. That's got to be Stop awkward. it. Stop oh, it. Oh, oh my, my God. <laughs> he banged the Joker, too. Nice. <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> oh, my. That means you're a whore. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. That I, if they put him in that, God help all the memes that are going to come out. No, oh boy. my god. Jeez. Oh lord. How do they know? I think they're doing that on purpose. Look at all the free publicity we'll get from all these idiots making memes. <laughs> <laughs> it's what's going to happen? <laughs> oh, but um back to the original point which is um this movie cost maybe this is a good thing though cuz I, I I mean I'm going to go see, I I'm going to go see it. I probably will be seeing it tomorrow. Um, because I want to see them all. And, and yeah, that's that's the only thing that's making me want to see it. The DC it's, equivalent of, of uh, Peter Parker. You guys, can I just ask you though? Aren't you worried that he's gonna be just a little too like Aquabra and not really Aquaman? 
Well, you know what I'm worried about is him being the crow, which is happening. Right. And I have to wonder, is there such a thing as too much Momoa? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't, I don't want us to, I don't want to ruin a good thing here. And uh, well, it, season two just came on Netflix. So right. Yeah. Like his, his career is really on the up and I find him to be a very interesting person and a really, he's, he's a good actor. So it's like, I don't want to see too much of him and just be ruined. Like I am with the rock. Like Luke oh, Evans. Lord. Yes. um i do have to say though it's it's really sad to see these characters kind of get because warner brothers in dc wanted that money that marvel money Mm -hmm. and this greed yeah i mean they didn't take the time like marvel literally took four or five years or more to build to where they had avengers and uh, they're still adding to the universe, but they took the time to, to, to make the characters interesting. And the problem is, you know, uh, from what I gathered from this, Wonder Woman, they've kind of put her front and center in, in the Justice League movie. And we've only had one film of her. Um, to and, and in it, she was basically like a little kid. You know, very inexperienced, you know, uh, still learning the world. And suddenly now we're in modern modern times with her. And she's lived all this time in the, in the world of men and in the mar- modern world or whatever. And she's, we don't know anything about it. We don't know how, you know, do you, you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, have that development. And... It's the same kind of with all of these characters because they like here's here's a movie for Batman and here's a movie for Wonder Woman and oh by the way here's a guy named Cyborg that if you aren't aware of Teen Titans you won't know who the hell he is and um, here's another dude playing the Flash because we didn't bother to get the guy from the TV series who's established to play him okay that's what they did they did. And yeah. we all knew it would blow up in their face, and it has. Yeah, so it's, it's a shame. And um, I, the numbers for this movie are insane, especially considering all the stuff I've seen, like in in effects wise, aren't that impressive to me, except for maybe Cyborg. But I've only seen a few bits and pieces of him. No pun intended. <laughs> and uh, but according to what I've I've looked up, this movie cost 300 million dollars to make and had 150 million in marketing alone so you're looking at half a billion dollars nearly for this movie that has been put out for it think about that think about half billion crazy movie one how the hell did they ever expect to make that back yeah they were too i mean they were too they were in the weeds at that point when they were making justice league yeah because then you have the tragedy of Zack snyder's child committing suicide while this movie is being made and then they bring in joss whedon to try and 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 you know fix it Uh, and it's just as horror it's it's just a sad all around 
But to think that you would shell, you'd shell out a half, half a billion dollars, be with a, with a B, half billion tip for this movie, and expect to make a profit on that? They, they act like it was Star Wars. Yeah, they they were very ambitious in their expectation. So, in awe yeah, of it. I'm in awe. And of it. it's tragic to see this happen to so many iconic characters who are finally getting live action adaptations. Like, I guarantee you, we see the brakes put on like any more Suicide Squad or like, Suicide Squad made more money. It did. <laughs> that's what's crazy about. I know, and it won an Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's even crazier. Right. <laughs> but uh, kind of, I wanted to talk about something really quickly before we um, we move on to uh, discussing uh, the Punisher, which I wanted to talk about, and Runaways, both of which started over the last few days um, and were fantastic in the how you should do comic book inspired stuff um, but um, I want to talk a little bit about The Last Jedi and a theory a theory that um, my husband and I came up with when we were doing our geek thing and decided to go through scene by scene the trailer again <laughs> Because we're psychotic, and, <laughs> and and we decided to we 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 spitball these ideas and and try to figure these things out. We won't go out and hunt, hunt up spoilers like some lunatics I know do. Um, Jordan, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say his name. Um, but we what we tried to figure out is you know we we tried it to to do we did this with a Star Trek movie and made a far better film. Than what they made in the in the uh, while we were watching, <laughs> and we're like, oh, it's gonna be this, it's gonna be this, oh my god! And no, we we made a hell of a lot more, put a lot more thought just watching the movie than they did making the film. Uh, but the Last Jedi, there's a lot of mystery and rumor and wonder still with it, which is great. You know, no one knows where Ray came from. We know Kylo Ren is the son of of Han and Leia, blah, 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 all of that. No spoilers there. You guys have seen the first movie, and if you hadn't, I'm sorry, you have no life. <laughs> and that's irony coming from me after what I just said. Um, <laughs> but but what we just, we have figured out something, and um, and it's, it's quite the theory that we came up with. Um, and that is, what if... Kylo is in fact not Han and Leia's son, but Luke's. Hmm. And what if Ray is actually Han and Leia's daughter? So let me back this up and tell you why we think this might be the case. And there's one other bit of this. We think that Ray is going to go dark and Kylo is going to become a good guy and I'll tell you why so first off Kylo is Luke's son why do we think this well a couple of reasons one um, 
he killed Han. Spoiler. Uh, he killed Han. And it did not affect him or make the changes that you would expect and what he was told would happen. If he killed his own father, he was supposed to be completely dark side turned. And we've come to already see that he isn't really. The hesitation in the trailer for the new movie with him going to shoot Leia's carrier and all of that. You can still see that he's tortured. He's not. He doesn't have any closure. So that hasn't affected him. But the other piece of this is the what I think is going to happen in Last Jedi, which is we've seen this the trailers where uh, you see Luke saying, "Whatever you think this is going to play out, it's not going to. I've been here before. It's not going to turn out the way you think." We see him um, smashing his helmet in the trailer. We see all this stuff going on, making it look like he and Ray are going to join forces. You know, he's holding his hand out to her, blah, 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 all that shit. And Ryan, if you, if you are bored, I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know how you feel about Star Wars. (laughs) Actually, it's funny. I'm not bored. I'm listening. It's just, I have purposely avoided a lot of trailers for the last Jedi. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Like this is I've seen... conjecture and me talking out of my ass, which is often, but uh, it's cool. Keep going. Yeah, but, I'm listening as well. So yeah. So in the trailers, you see all this um, kind of hinting that there's something up with Kylo that he's going to, if not turn good, he's going to tell Snoke to f off, and he, you know, they're they're heavily hinting that he and Ray are going to join forces. Um, but the, after we watched this trailer, we kind of came to the conclusion that we're watching this. And if we go by how, uh, the force awakens was sort of new hope 2.0, that means the last Jedi is empire 2.0. And I think, and the way it's leaning and how these shots are, are, are edited that, you know, they make it. They, they're definitely trying to direct you in one way uh, to think it's going to happen. But you can tell from looking at the shots, different scenes are, are, it's not the same scene together, kind of a thing. Magic editing. Um, I think what's going to happen is Snoke is going to tell uh, Kylo the truth. And that is that he's not the son of Han and Leia, that he was raised by them when Luke took off. And then Luke came back to kind of raise him via the, the Jedi order. And then that all went to hell. Um, and I think it's going to end with Luke telling him the truth, which is I am your father kind of flip. And that scene you see Kylo holding his hand out is he's going to be reaching for Luke to help him up and he's going to join forces with his father. Um, and the two of them are going to take on Ray, who you see her lighting up her saber. And um, in certain scenes, you see like fire going on around Luke. And I think what's going to end up happening is Ray's going to t- uh, turn. She's going to get tortured. You saw that scene with her floating in the air. She's going to get tortured by Snoke and give out um, Luke's location because she knows where he is. They're going to go there and, and head there to kill him, 
to, to blow him up and everything. And I think what's going to happen is Kylo is going to turn good. He's going to figure out, you know what, I'm, I, I'm done with this. You guys have lied to me. I'm going to go and do this. And he's going to show up. He's going to help Luke. And the two of them are going to take on Ray, who is going to realize the truth of who she is and how they've been li- she's been lied to and abandoned. And I, I think they dumped her off because they realized with Kylo, these guys are, are powerful. We, we need to hide her. We, you know, um, and that's why in certain scenes you see her, her connection with Han, the way she flew the Millennium Falcon with like knowing how to do it immediately. Um, the way Leia hugged her and not Chewie when uh, they came back from Han dying. Why wouldn't you hug Chewbacca, man? Right. The Wookie, she hugs. Everyone has asked that. Why would yeah. she hug Chewie? She hugged Ray, and in the book, they described it as a mother's embrace. So I think with what happened with Kylo, they decided with Ray when they realized how powerful she was that um, they hit her, and they may have erased her memories, which is kind of, um, my husband, Troy is pretty brilliant on this part. Uh, they read, they just did a massive update patch to this video game that has been out for years called Knights of the Old Republic, the Sith Lords Two. Knights of the Old Republic Two, the Sith Lords. And one of the main characters in this is a character named Revan, who is a Sith Lord, but who was also a Jedi Knight and they've messed with his memories and it caused him to split. He literally split into a light and a dark. Um, why suddenly would you do that? Why would you suddenly update and do a massive rework patch on a game that old? If you, you know, weren't kind of homaging it a bit. Mm-hmm. And, and um, so what I think is going to happen, and if you go and watch the trailer that uh the last trailer they released and if you go and look watch it thinking with what i just said you'll catch this and i i could be we could be completely full of shit that's what's gonna be fair after that (laughs) Um, but if you watch it and you think oh my god she's turned we already i already thought for a long time that ray is going to turn dark and she does turn dark in um the force awakens you hear the music change you see her do it she's doing a luke she's pulling from the dark side to beat down kylo and they even say that in the novelization they say that she hears a voice telling her you know you know come take your darkness you know like kind of thing um but if you watch that trailer and you see kylo lean down and you see where luke's position you see the the stuff burning it's the tree that he lives in um it makes sense if this is empire 2.0 if they want to do those little circle backs to the the that film which they're doing definitely with this first battle instead of hoth you have a desert planet kind of a thing with those crystal foxes and stuff it makes sense that you would have a massive reveal where kylo ren finds out that luke skywalker is in fact I am your father. And the two of them, instead of battling each other, battle Ray, 
who has gone total dark. This is your sad ending. Instead of having Han Solo and Carbonite, you have the character that everyone thought was going to be the glory of the new Jedi turn bad. And there's one other piece to go with this as I find I, I finished this rant and this rambling up. A, there is footage of uh, Daisy Ridley doing a, a training sequence with a with a jet, a, a lightsaber. And she's fighting two guys. Who else would she be fighting? That had lightsabers. Is it Finn? No. Finn's got his hands full with phasma. There's two guys. Two stunt guys working with her. Fighting with lightsabers. Who else has lightsabers? Pop quiz. Who are the only two other people. In the movie. That have lightsabers. Me. <laughs> no, are the only two. So, if she gets pissed and decides to follow Snoke, you have your flip. You have your son reuniting with his father and finding out the truth. You have the fallen uh, character who goes to the dark side, who must be redeemed at some point. Um, yeah, that's what we think. Thoughts? I would pay money to see that. <laughs> I think because, and my husband hates me for this, but the thing that's got me excited for this movie, <laughs> and you're you're going to be shocked, Jessica, is that there is the rumor that Tom Hardy is going to be a stormtrooper. Oh he's my god! Have... So yeah, I'm all about it. I'm just and he's like, well, how are you gonna know which one's him? I'm like, he'll be the sexy one. <laughs> he'll be the one that you can't understand. <laughs> he'll be the one that grunts. You know, it's all good. You will with Tom Hardy. <laughs> oh. So he, yeah, he hates me right now. Speaking of Tom Hardy, this is what I wanted to throw in for the weekend geek today. Apparently, he, Tom Hardy, who doesn't really do social media because there are too many psychos out there, um, uh, uh, launched his official Instagram account today. Oh, my and, God. I'm going to repost all of those, those pictures of him from MySpace because he had the MySpace account. Yeah. And I joined in early when he only had like, like a couple of thousand followers. And I'm looking at it now, and he currently has 23,500. So if you want to follow him, jump on the bandwagon now, because we don't know how long he's going to keep it up. Oh, my God. The, the best video ever was him with his baby in the carrier, and he did the rap song. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he can do nothing wrong by me. I just think I adore him. So, um, yeah. I even My friend got me a cardboard Tom stand up <laughs> my birthday last year and yeah i have it in my bedroom so what judge me i don't care i want that <laughs> i want i want his hat from from taboo i want that hat oh that yeah i've my husband addresses delaney for halloween <laughs> past halloween and he wouldn't because he's just Mine, he, no, he, he's either. got issues <laughs> yeah i had a life-size david Tennant in our bedroom for a really long time and he let me do it but he wasn't happy about it. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I just wanted to make a comment about Tom Hardy's MySpace pictures. Mm-hmm. It's so <sighs> funny you mentioned that. I was just talking to somebody the other day about it, so I had to hunt them down. And I've, I found one I had not yet seen. And let me just say my jaw smacked the table. <laughs> As you I will with it. Tom Hardy. <laughs> Um, I think you might know which one I'm talking about. He's uh, on his, his underpants. No, he's on his stomach with his butt in the air. Oh, oh yeah. 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 And <laughs> I didn't know such a thing existed. <laughs> As a perfect ass. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, can I just say um, that girl's a bottom? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have time to talk about geek shopping because I, I I don't care either. <laughs> this has been great. Um, it's better to talk about Tom Hardy's ass than light up Pikachu slippers for $30. Yeah, so. is, oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, Jessica, did you see, here's my weekend geek thing. Did you see where our friend Alaska was at the Gaga concert? I did, Yes. Yes, and did you see what Miss Peaches was up to last week with Katya and Trixie doing the Romeo and Michelle stage show? Oh my god, no, I did not see that. Yes, there's video from it, like, Trixie and Katya did the full reenactment of the interpretive dance to Time After Time, <laughs> oh. and it was, it was everything. <laughs> oh, well, did you see Mark Gatiss doing Joan Crawford for this no. new series called Psycho Bitches? No. Yes, yes. Mark Gaddis mm. is my god, and um, as as he should be for everyone. Uh, Francis Berber was uh, uh, Betty Davis in the clip, and it's a new comedy, a new dark comedy called Psycho Bitches. Hmm. And I, I don't know if it is. I, I don't know if it's next year that it starts, or if it's already going. Oh, I guess it's already been on. But I, I had no idea about this. And I randomly found the video. And they play these psychotic women in history. And Mark Gatiss is playing John Crawford in drag. And it's nice. Awesome. It's awesome. And Catherine Tate is Edith Piaf in it. It's just, it's crazy. So if you want to have a, have a giggle, go look up Psycho Bitches. All one word. And... and it's fantastic. Oh, my I'm God. I'm not sure that I can do that. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You have... you do, Okay, so, Jessica, I totally talked about this in spring. Do you remember, like, how I was really into feud? Yes. Okay, so, like, when I got sick in the spring, I, got, I caught this, like, virus, and I was sick for a month. And I'd have these fever dreams about Joan Crawford. <laughs> oh, nice. I, I well, with Joan Crawford. <laughs> and it's like I'm kind of like haunted by her and if you look into all the actresses that have played her they all have complained about this like you can feel her around you as though like because you're looking into her and she wanted to be like looked at she mm -hmm. visits people it's really weird and like yeah I know what they're oh. talking about it's so strange yeah and, like, I have this weird respect for Joan Crawford. I don't see her as this child-abusing monster. I don't know. It's absurd. It's absurd. <laughs> Freaking me out, Ryan. 
man. Like, Joan Crawford is, like, everything to me. You gotta see this thing, because I think... But, okay, I'll check it out, just because you've never, you've never led me wrong. You've I think, I think wrong. you'll appreciate it. He's hilarious. He looks like her, which is creepy. Um, <laughs> so, really quickly, I wanted to talk about the two new, new series that came out this over the last, like, what, five days, they they both premiered. One on Netflix, one on Hulu. The first, of course, is The Punisher. And if you haven't watched this yet, um, I really suggest at least watching the first two seasons, or the at least the second season of Daredevil. You should be watching all of Daredevil, because it's fucking good. Um, Girl, I got stuff to do, okay? <laughs> uh, not for y'all. <laughs> Sorry um, about it. But, uh... The Punisher is fantastic, and John Bernthal is the definitive Punisher. He's just amazing. This show has C. Thomas Howell showing up randomly, um, and it's so timely. A lot of people were really worried about this coming out with all the things that have been going on in the world right now, and and you know it was delayed on premiere for um, because of the Las Vegas incident and the shooting that happened there, um, but. It's sort of perfect for the times we're in right now because it doesn't celebrate violence. Um, Frank uh, Castle is obviously a, a flawed, flawed character. He's not a good guy, and they don't make any qualms about that. But what this show does is it really tackles um, PTSD you know, from uh, soldiers coming back and not knowing and not being able to function in our society and, and not, no one really taking that seriously or dealing with it. Um, the, the religion that is based around guns and, and, and how that's going to solve your problems. Uh, it's really amazing and just well acted, well thought out. You know, this is not a superhero film this or series this isn't about a guy with powers this is about a, a man with just anger and pain and uh it's just really really well done super good really i mean i love it it's probably it's it's really battling out with jessica jones as my favorite show that they've got on there right now and um I, and that's because they're both super flawed characters. It's, re, you know, they're not perfect. And Bernthal just acts the shit out of this. He's just good. So I strongly, strongly, strongly suggest The Punisher. And um, I'm trying to, like, uh, savor it. I'm trying not to marathon through the whole damn thing. But I've already watched half of it. <laughs> I'm probably going to finish it this weekend because it's just that good. Um, so watch The Punisher. Barb, have you watched this at all? I have not, but I plan on trying to start soon. Um, I was going to say, I've been seeing a lot of people bitch about it, though, on uh, Facebook saying that it's boring and they're having a hard time getting through it, God. which kind of surprises me because... I can I corroborate thought... that. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, because I'm sorry to interject, Barb. Oh, no. I, um, my roommate watched the the entire season, and I saw a lot of it. And, like, the best part was the finale. It was the last episode, and it was, like, the pacing is just super slow. Oh. 
Yeah, because I was wondering because I was like, it looks phenomenal. And I, all I see are like people just saying, they're like, yeah, I wanted to like it, but it just bored the shit out of me. And I couldn't make it through the whole season or whatnot. So I was just curious to see if you guys, you know, agree with that or had heard I don't know anything. how you could be bored when Bernthal is, one in one scene, it's sort of like each each show has this set piece where the the main character just beats the living shit out of a lot of people. You know, they had the hallway scenes in Daredevil. Mm -hmm. I think Jessica Jones has one sequence where they do that. I've not bothered with Iron Fist. (laughs) But but there is a sequence in Punisher where uh, Frank's team is, is, you know, nailed down they're 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 gonna die they're over in iraq or afghanistan i think it's afghanistan and um they uh and and clancy clancy brown comes back as his his uh commanding officer and you get to see him lose his arm and he you know frank's like we're gonna die and so he one man armies it and goes into this place and just takes out everybody Oh, like wow. he goes full on beast mode and just takes out everybody and it's bloody and it's intense and Burnthaw's just going crazy ape shit. And um, at the end of it, he's ran out of bullets. So he just takes a rock and just beats, just destroys this guy's head with a rock. But it's this intense sequence where he just goes in and just takes out everybody on his own just by himself. And oh, he's, wow. just, he's shot. He's covered in blood. The next scene, you see him in the in the med tent, and he's puking up blood. Um, it's just craziness, and that's the thing: is this show is just brutal and dark, and it's it's about you know dealing with that. You know, what do you do after you've had that ruin you, mm-hmm. and, and you have to come back to reality? And it's the consequences of that, and the consequences of these people not taking care of the veterans and these and giving the proper care to them and just, you know, you, they, they, they destroy them as for anything else. And when they come back, what are they supposed to do? Right. And there's this one character who is the personification of that. This, this one young guy that comes back and he's just ruined that like mm-hmm. he can't even sleep in his own house, in his own bed. He has to sleep out in a hole in the backyard that he's dug. That's oh wow! The only way he can sleep, and it's it's just heartbreaking to watch because he almost kills his own father. He wakes mm-hmm. up the stream, and some asshole gave him a gun. And you know, you this is a person that you don't want to have a weapon because he knows how to use it. But at the same time, he's just he's got so many issues that anything would make him jump and use the thing without like on muscle instinct, right? And he almost kills his own dad by accident and he tries to go and get a job in a place that will allow him to do it because the army is not going to take him back because he's got PTSD and um, he can't find a job, can't, can't live in normal reality anymore. And it's, it's heartbreaking and that's personified in Frank too. It's, it's just really awesomely done. Hmm. Yeah. I'll totally give it a uh, watch. As soon as I get a chance, because it sounds compelling. Yeah, the thing so. is, I think if you go into it thinking you're just going to get, you know, bullets and blood and, and 
balls to the wall action, you're going to be disappointed because that's not what this is about. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you're going to get instances of it and, but that's not what this is about. It's like with Jessica Jones, it's not about her kicking ass and taking names. It's about her dealing with her trauma and stopping the monster that caused it, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's the thing with the Punisher. Um, Runaways though is a nice balance of both of those things too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know the premise of the Runaways. Um, it's based off the comic book, and they've done a really great job casting it. Um, um, what's his name? Shoot, the guy from Alias with the square head. Oh, uh, you know who I'm talking. About. I know who you're talking about, but I can't. I can't think <laughs> the of his name. Head. I am so sorry, <laughs> sir. I am so sorry. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll think of it in a minute. I want to keep calling him Kevin. I don't think uh, Kevin. Oh shoot! What's his name? What's his name? It's going to drive me crazy. Hold on. Yeah, Kevin Weisman. That's it. God okay. dang it! All right, so Kevin Weisman's in it. Um, James Marsters is nice. in it. He looks amazing. Um, it's just got some really great, great casting. And and what's even better is, you know, typically I, because I'm old and jaded and bitter, uh, <laughs> I. Uh, find your you know the teenage crowd it's nice though because riverdale sort of switched me around on that i don't find any of them annoying which is Mm -hmm. nice and that's the same with the runaways um it's the highest praise i can give there's all these young um teenagers in this and i don't find any of them annoying i actually care about them they're they're realistic in who they are and it's funny because one of them is a complete and total uh sjw uh, yeah, and and it's great because they have no problem calling out the hypocrisy. So that's really nice um, on some of this stuff. Uh, but it, it's really good. It's uh, and and what they're doing is they release the first three episodes, and after that, you are um, I think it's one a week. So Mm -hmm. they hook you with the first three, which are really great. So the premise is these teenagers, um, all their parents are are connected via this group called the Pride. And they they have meetings and they're all very tightly knit, but very mysterious. Like the kids aren't allowed to come to the meetings, yada, yada. Well, it turns out all of their parents are super villains. Oh, okay. And the kids discover this when they're doing this, um, this, uh, sort of a, you don't really know what it is yet. You kind of have an idea, but it's like a ceremony and they are using this young girl from one of the, um, the church of this, of one of the moms, uh, and sacrificing her basically to looks like at this point to bring back to life, uh, this gal's dad who was mm-hmm. the leader of the cabal, this evil cabal. And uh, so they wit- the kids witness it. Now they're all freaking out because they've realized their parents are into some deep, dark crap. And it's really interesting to see how they're going to play this out. And, and are they going to narc on their parents? Are they going to leave? Are they going to fight them? Um, what are- it's still a mystery. So we're, we're three episodes in, and I watched all three. Uh, we've got a Tyrannosaur, or a, actually it's a Velociraptor. We've got um, this witch kind of magic power staff thing. Um, they've got technical, 
gear um, that they've because uh, Vic, Victor, what's his name? Is Victor uh, Victor Stein? I think is his name. Uh, James Marsters is the tech groover, which is funny because he was Brainiac in Smallville. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, it's a really good. I'm really enjoying it. It's it's just, it looks like the car the the comic book but not overly so which is nice mm-hmm. and it's got just really good actors good production value i'm really enjoying it so it's it's the i believe this is the first entry for marvel for hulu okay. uh so check it out i i give it a good yeah, sounds cool I'll, yeah, yeah i'll totally give it a try what's neat Especially is there it not- has uh james, james marsters in it so oh. I'm already sold. <laughs> Do you know uh, what's actually um, really good and charming, Jessica? If you've not checked it out on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you just said Hulu and my brain fired that way. <laughs> that new series, Future Man. I want to see that. I need to watch it. because it It's just, really cute. I like it. It looked really good. Um, yeah. The one thing really quickly about Runaways I forgot to mention is the villains aren't completely villainy. It's nicely gray in how some of them are mm-hmm. and and why they're doing their what they're doing so i totally recommend it but yeah future man i actually want to see that it looks super super funny and entertaining who is the guy in that he's he was in wasn't he the guy that was in um the the hunger games i'm sorry was it the guy from the hunger games is that who's in yeah, Josh Hutcherson. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. I was I, having trouble saying his name. Hunter the guy, yeah, the guy from Hunger Games. <laughs> Peta, <laughs> bread guy. Yeah, the bread guy. Well, everybody, yeah. I think I think we've uh, maxed out our time because we're yeah. I guy we we babbled a lot this episode, but we haven't it had Ryan though. We haven't had Ryan in so yeah. long. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, Ryan, it was nice to meet you. I've not worked with you before, but oh yeah, hi. lovely. Hi. Oh, that's yeah. true. Mark <laughs> hasn't ever worked with Ron. Oh, my God, jeez, I'm sorry. I thought you uh-huh. could, I, for some reason I've had these guys around me for so long, both of them, that I thought you met. No, no. no. Horrible, where was Mister Eric tonight? Host. Is he all I'm right? I'm a horrible host. Eric is working all the time. Right. Same he needs here. to stop that. Yeah. <laughs> He he's poor guy. He's like me. I I think finally my my schedule. I'm sure our listeners care about this, but right, <laughs> it's cool. But my schedule <laughs> has just been ridiculous because of the of of my job, um, my day job, and it's been. I've been working right before Veterans Day. The Veterans Day stretch was nine straight days. Ooh, sheesh! That sucked. That sucked. Right. So now yeah. it's. I think we're finally getting back to normal. So um, good, th- good thing for that. Um, so everybody, I want to thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed yes. this and our super spoilery Star Wars talk, sort of, kind of, because I don't know if that's even going to your happen. Your predictions, your predictions, man. I pushed my Karnak moment. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we will be back next week, possibly with Ryan, possibly with Barb, or just me. We'll see how it goes. And um, <laughs> I, I, we'll see how it goes. We don't know. We fly by the seat of Ryan Trousers. <laughs> it could just be me and Barb. Exactly. <laughs> you never know. Crank me and put me in a corner and, and just left me there to die. Um, oh, stop. <laughs> 
so we will see you next week on Fangirl Radio. And I promise we will have suggestions for geek shopping that time around. And uh, so keep keep that in your minds. Um, talk about what goodies that you can buy. And um, yeah, so we'll see you next week. And I'll have seen Justice League possibly by then. Woohoo! Good luck. Yeah. Aquamoa. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boy. Okay. With that, with our grunting. <laughs> I just want to state for the record, I did not grunt. Yes, you did. <laughs> in our souls. Uh, <laughs> with that, guys, thank you again, and we will see you next week on Fangirl Radio.